building, had to change the t-shirt, come in the West Side Gun Energy. <laughs> Yeah, you just went off and did costume changes, like... Mm. like I think costume, I've been slowly changing before you I've been pretending it's a different day. <laughs> <laughs> Blur time, it's what we do. That's all the good superstars super do, isn't it? Exactly. Although, to be fair, it could be a different day. I'd probably still have the same t-shirt on because I'm not going outside. I've been wow. wearing the same t-shirts for probably like maybe three days tops. I'm pretty yeah. sure this is what all the... I'm pretty sure this is what all the travel bloggers on Instagram are still doing. Still pretending they're in Bali and whatever. <laughs> I've seen people's pictures of their old holidays. Like, mm. you left the country once. Like, I don't yeah, mind, we're seeing. I don't mind seeing them. Recycle. I don't mind seeing them. It's just more when they're posting it, and it's like, oh, this amazing view, as if you're still there. Like, <laughs> hey, you're in your kitchen, homie. Calm down. Yeah, like. Let's see some reality. Yeah, it's um, the, the internet has been an insightful place now. People have to actually be creative about what they share. <laughs> yeah, people have been very creative to make themselves relevant. Just like French Montana. <laughs> He's been so creative. So, in this world of people battling people, one thing that I've loved is all the battles and even like the proposed battles have been like brought about from good conversation in which you could debate it either way. Yeah. So the big ones that started this off, the Timberlands, Swiss Beats, all of those ones, as great as they all were, you could argue either way. Yeah. Depending on what like what selections and if you what your personal personal preference is. Um, treat me as the exactly. audience proxy here. What's the what's the story here? Because I don't know. We're we're leading you there. Okay. Walk with us. <laughs> so. <laughs> fuck it. We're just gonna jump straight in there. How <laughs> on this good lord's planet? How on this good lord's planet did? Humble French Montana say Kendrick Lamar French Montana battle easy I got this. Alright, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He didn't say easy he's got this. Because at first the way that the internet puts its own little spin on situations. Oh yeah. you, you got the toothpick ready for the Oh <laughs> for the explanation. Oh, I thought you was like, yeah, I'm just gonna hold this, hear what you gotta say, and then kill it. You still um, coming in with your flavoured toothpicks? Always on deck, never doubt. Me. I need more. <laughs> I need Hennessy flavoured toothpicks. Soon come. <laughs> <laughs> the pack soon land. Um, no, but like after looking online, after looking online, I thought that. I thought the French was coming with that energy of, yeah, me v Kendrick, I got this. Once, I don't know whether it's him backtracking or whether he's having to clarify what he meant, where he was like, if we're going club bangers, yeah, hit for hit, I think I could stand up there with him. Now, bangers maybe, but like, now, yeah, well, that's what he's on about. Is because well, you got to remember a lot of these battles, they're saying they're the hits. Yeah, and like a lot of, a lot of them have been defined as like club hits. 
rather than just hits in general, like charting hits. Now, in some places of the world, there's probably people that prefer to listen to French Montana in the club to Kendrick. But I don't think it's. I understand that. I don't know whether I don't know whether it's one of them. I'm tied on it. I'm tied because. On, the, on one hand, I kind of get it. Where he's been doing his J Balvin collabs and <laughs> he's getting like a little bit salsery with it. I get that yeah. like Kendrick's never gonna, Kendrick's not doing that kind of track. So if you draw him for that, then he's obviously gonna hit a market that Kendrick's not gonna hit. That's the, that's the annoying thing from that argument. That's like, that's like picking an American footballer and going, okay. I can beat you at marbles. Oh, I was going to use the rugby analogy, but... No, because he's still big and brolic, so he might still have a chance. <laughs> nah, <laughs> this is the no, thing, though. Like, I don't I don't think... Oh, you're going to get on to me. You know what this was like? I don't, it... think, I don't think it's um, as wild of a statement when you break it down that French could... When, when I was put himself in the conversation. I don't think it's as wild. Difficult. It's, it's a very difficult yeah. one to be able to back and to be like, okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from. But I feel yeah. like when you're talking, literally, if you look at like, what's your favorite Kendrick songs? I, I can't answer that question. They're like children. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you look at like most people's favorite Kendrick songs anyway, they're not ones that are necessarily hype or getting nope. ran in clubs. And when you look at then you the- play humble at a club? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. There you go. But but this is where my my theory of like placement comes in, what French is going for. Mm-hmm. Are you hearing humble, like in bottle clubs in Dubai, them bringing out bottles to humble, but you might hear them um, bringing him out to some French songs. Yeah. So I think See, I agree with that. It's I definitely think, a placement thing. But it's definitely placement. But because then if you're in LA and you're in a hip hop club, I I would be so surprised if you hear anybody request to the DJ yo play play that new French track. It's just not Jeez. gonna happen. This is the thing that I always think when it comes to these yeah one v one these battles these picking an artist and typically like heading them up against another artist. The more criteria that you have to add to justify the battle, you've already lost. Like That's if you point. straight up said, Kendrick versus French Montana, no, there you go, and no more detail. Everyone's gonna laugh at it and go, well, it's obviously Kendrick. Like the more rules that you have to put in place to make it a fair fight, the, the like the more advantage you're giving to one side. I don't That's think like, he's, I don't think he, he's not really put in that much rules though. He's yeah. The the club thing is very specific. He's literally he's that's literally, not Kendrick's. Kendrick doesn't and right, he purposefully doesn't make a club. Put me in a put me in a cage with Conor McGregor. As long as Conor McGregor has both of his arms tied behind his back and his ankles tied tied together. I like, think saying it like that. But, chance, like, I think saying it like that though, like you make making it out that there's more restrictions on what there is when like what he's saying is that it's literally hits in the club it was like yeah hits no, for that- hits in a club it was like I, I can go up there with kendrick 
Like, yeah. very fair. Kendrick's not but, making that type of music. But exactly. a lot of, but there is still a lot of Kendrick songs that are getting run in the club. You play Good Kid Man the City reason, in a club and it's going wild. Yeah, the reason being is not because that's what was aiming for. Because Kendrick himself, I'm probably the worst person to have this debate with because I'm so stubborn about it. But the fact that Kendrick was like, how are you going to make a nigga go platinum making conscious albums? Like when he was talking like that, the fact that he's rapped about it ironically and done it, but he's always been about a specific type of music. He yeah. hasn't he hasn't done like the moonshine champagne versions of Kendrick. He hasn't done, oh, I'm going to do commercial hits. I'm going to do a club hit here. The closest we got to that is loyalty. Like that's really the closest. And that song. And that is that is the magic of but if you Kendrick is out here to like, you can take that conscious rap that deep lyricism the, the the everything that we associate with Kendrick and Kendrick's greatness and it is still a commercial success that, you can still run it in the club but that is yeah. very thin. like a lot of his songs are not for that and all right accidentally became that all right it is nothing should be nowhere near a club saying all right is a song that has been banned in parts of america yeah played out loud i think i think and it that, somehow became a club banger i think that 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 song became a club banger though because of was it the mobos or the grammys the grammys yeah it was a grammy performance where we set, where we set the, the car on fire yeah it dropped at such a time but the song itself remove it from a club no one's no offense let me not say no one i'm not sat at home throwing on a French Montana playlist because I want to hear the lyricism of the Ciroc bottle vibes. Yeah, and this is, and this is where I say put that- Put me it, in a club, I want to, if I'm in a club that plays hip hop and they don't play French Montana, I'm probably going to question it. I don't think, I, I'd, I think I could, as the resident DJ, I could go a whole night without playing anything French Montana and it would still bang. It would still bang, but playing French Montana wouldn't be like a, oh, that was a weird flex. But if you randomly started dropping Section 80 rigor mortis, some people will be like, that's a weird flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> but it, yeah, it depends Whereas on... that's one of the best rap songs of the last decade. But this is where I think a lot of it all comes down to, to placement. Like, obviously, if you're in your Dubai bottle clubs or even in certain, part, even in certain parts of America, like Vegas, for example, I imagine that they're French's domains where he's music is doing very well oh yeah very much but so, then yeah. if you're going into more of your niche hip-hop clubs where i would i would say more hip-hop fans go to rather than these other big bottle club service places you're gonna start getting people wanting to hear kendrick more okay look at it this way if we did an instagram live I wouldn't Kendrick want to be on French's team, though. <laughs> I'm just putting that. I'm just putting that out there. As, as much as I'm trying to find reason in what he's saying, I'm doing this for conversational purposes. Do not put me on French's team. Good. I'm putting an end to this conversation. It's a dumb, dumb idea. Too many. Montana loses. He has his place, but he loses that. Even like because it's not a fair comparison. It's apples to oranges. 
can't do Big it. Fat. Much as Lil Dicky in that song did say, I don't Go see it. Yeah, of course you have to reference Lil Dicky. <laughs> what I do f- find quite funny out of all of this that's came out was Sway Lee said that French Montana's input into Unforgettable was minimal. That's a, that's what made me laugh about all of them. Now people came out talking sideways about French Montana. Someone was like, "Nigga, no, no one even plays your music in New York." Yeah, it's like, people were being so rude. <laughs> but the again, is just full of fuckery. Some people just need to appreciate the lane that he's in without trying to jump on a team. Yeah. people appreciate French. Now they're just like, French, don't let us have to clown you these days. Do you know what, though? This could all be another great promotion stunt, because what if French has got an album that's going to be dropping, and it is a straight, barring hip-hop album, and he's using what this people as, just he's using this as promo? What if the internet just tags Kendrick Lamar a million times in the comments? It's still pro- it's still a million That's tagged true. comments. That means he's got a million comments. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all, all promo is good promo. And we've mm. seen that from Travis Scott. Have you been practicing these? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's Maybe. talk about... So, for all, for all the kids... Now, I have played Fortnite, and, mm-hmm. and I understand it as a concept and but I'm not the young man I once was um, and this is something I was going to say before we started recording um, I've been playing Call of Duty Warzone recently because you know isolation and you got a link with the homies on, on FaceTime and you play some Call of Duty together and it's great it's the closest we can get to going to the pub we go to the pub in Rochdale it's like a war zone anyway I know what old hip-hop people feel like because I used to be so good at Call of Duty like I was amazing at it when I was young and I can't do it anymore my reactions are not fast enough my fingers are too slow I just can't do it I'm not as good as I used to be and I'm getting sniped left right and centre I can't lie I've never been good at Call of Duty I don't know what it is but when I see myself getting shot at I move my body rather than my fingers and (laughs) everything just gets fucked up not bragging i and people a couple of people listening to this i can already hear them sighing going oh my god he's talking about this again yes i am shut your face um i used to be so goddamn good at call of duty and now i'm terrible at it and the people listening to this pulling their face and sighing and rolling their eyes are weirdly now the ones that are still really good at it i'm sad that i lost it anyway talk about fortnite the people who don't know fortnite's whole concept is it's free to play so anyone can download it on any platform, including like your phone, your iPad. It's on Switch. Wait, you can play it on your phone? Yeah, yeah. You can understand this Blood Clark game. Mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can Mad. play it on your Okay. Um, you can play on any, it's cross-platform. Um, and it's a something that was popularized by PUBG. Um, PUBG is the, the Battle Royale thing. So what happens is you go into the game, you get dropped on a big island, there's a hundred people already there, and then it's last man standing. But in order to keep it, and it's a huge map. Like, you remember the Call of Duty maps were like quite small? This thing's huge. It's like the GTA map. So it's like Battle Royale, but in a video game. That's exactly what it is. It's called Battle Royale. And then the map gets smaller and smaller and smaller as the game goes on. Like there's a storm that catches you and you, you get pushed in. Anyway, that's the explanation of how Fortnite works. In a genius marketing move, like I've never seen anything like it. It was, as soon as I saw this, I was like, that is the greatest idea of all time. Cause Fortnite is the biggest video game of all time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's the most profitable video game of all time, which is mental to me because another piece of trivia for you is all the things that you can buy in Fortnite, like the skins and the little dances that your little avatar does, none of them give you a competitive advantage in the game. Yeah, but no, you don't need the weapons in them ones there. Nope. Wait, but it's that's like me going on um, NBA 2K and I don't, my player doesn't need to have a pair of J's on. <laughs> I knew does, that it, does it make my playing experience better oh, seeing oh, him oh. have a pair of J's on? Yeah. You've already paid EA for that game. Like the genius thing, like you paid them for the game, they've made their money. After that, it doesn't matter. With Fortnite, they've given you a game for free that you then don't have to spend a single penny to, to play it ever. And nothing that you can spend money on will make you better at the game. It's crazy but they've become the most profitable game of all time. So I saw last week that there was a skin, and it's how you like can skin your character up, and there's been loads of them. This is where Fortnite and Epic Games have been genius marketers. Like, there's been Star Wars ones where you can dress your, your man up as a stormtrooper, all kinds of mad ones. There was a Travis Scott skin. So you could buy a skin that just made you Travis Scott running around, just Fortnite and about. It was wild. And then I heard that they were doing this concert and I couldn't think of anything that was more genius that has happened recently. So we've got some footage. Uh, I will pull it up so that we can watch it. Give me yeah, one Yeah, because I've, I've not seen any of it. Well, actually, I'll tell a lie. I've seen little clips on like um, people's Insta stories that were tuning in and watching it. But I do have um, some topics of discussion about this after we watch the video. I'd also just like totally yada yada my way through that explanation. I hope it all made sense. It, yeah, it made way more sense yeah, than for somebody I that, ever thought for, I'd understand. For someone that's never played Fortnite, I, I get the gist of it. Like, I really just kind of like, I was moving at a million miles an hour. Anyway. Does it have like a, a point system? So do you accumulate points over time? I'm no, so no. bad at this. You just There's a hundred people they get thrown on the island, and then it's whoever wins. Bit I don't even know who's bit the best at checkings over and savings. Time. Is like how am I saving points? Oh, yeah, how many games have you won? Okay, okay. So if you if you win, if you're the last person, if you don't die, you're you get you're number one. Mm-hmm. And there's, yes, you get points for killing people. You get points for building things. You get points. For, there is a point system, and they can rank it based on that. But if you just win games. You win a game that. My one question before we start. Um, year old kid last year in the Fortnite World Cup. Yeah. Three million dollars. Yeah. That's right. what. That's what I'm trying to understand. With the spending money part, does your character look really shit to begin with? Because the game's free. It's just a generic one. Yeah. It's just one that random, like the game randomly generates, and they switch all the time. Um, and then the thing that I've never fully wrapped my head around with it is this idea of I think they call them seasons where like, so it doesn't become really stale, every so often, Epic Games will push out a big update to the game. So there'll be like some new mechanic or some new thing in the map. The map will change because otherwise people can just learn the map backwards and forwards and then they've got the advantage over a new player. So then every like six months or however often it is, they just like restart the game and the map is different and guns work differently and they, they keep updating it so that if you were to join, it, you would only have a disadvantage of having not played it very much for a short period of time before then everyone kind of gets reset back to zero and has to uh, win the game. All right, so let's watch a little clip of the, the 
concert. I'm going to use the air quotes, concert. <laughs> oh yeah, so what we, the point of all of that was Travis Scott did a concert live in Fortnite. With all it, of his new music. With some new music. And it was the most streamed live event of all time. With 13 million people watching it at once. Um, so I think the way this worked was they cranked up the servers so that they could hack it and then just let everyone go onto this map that they had customized and specially made. And it was a Travis Scott avatar performing music live and everyone went in with their own little avatars. And this is what we got. How many people tried to shoot Travis Scott? <clears throat> question this looks so millennial this I, is what millennial concerts are like now anyway i can imagine yeah i was gonna say i can literally imagine a bunch of kids watching travis scott dance in the exact same way yo if in 10 years some local youth tries to talk to me and goes oh what's the first concert you went to and i'm like um westlife what about you and they're like travis scott in Fortnite. i'm fighting <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this does look really cool, though. It's like all of these graphics and everything that are being played on this virtual screen inside a screen will have all been custom made. This isn't part of the normal. Man. Yeah, yeah. But this is what I'm saying, though. Imagine, like. There it is. Oh, so you would. Just a giant on the roof. Yeah, yeah. And you could just navigate around the map and see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. Do you know what? Yeah, this is actually lit as fuck. <laughs> I fuck I'm... with this. I fuck with this idea. In terms of where the scope of where this can go is incredible. Yeah. Is incredible. Because imagine if. Imagine if someone didn't need, like, if he didn't need to use Fortnite for this. Like, they've done it once now. I can't see them offering this to a lot of other artists. But if you could do this yourself and then stream this out to the world. Like, imagine um, artists that don't have, like, the touring budget that are independent artists that can't necessarily come and do European tours. Yeah. I'm oh, assume... on that note, completely off topic. Shout out to Lyric Michelle, who is doing a whole like eleven stop tour in her house. It's jokes. <laughs> so she's got a whole like a whole dates, and it's just different rooms and locations in the house, like kitchen counter, bathroom, balcony. How big? You know how big? It. How big's the house to do eleven dates? Um, you know I really hope each sofa is three different days, bro. Oh. Okay. <laughs> You know what I really hope happened, but I'm sure that's not how it actually happened. I really hope that somewhere in the world during this Fortnite concert, Travis Scott was wearing one of those motion capture suits and he was there, like, dancing about, and that was generating the uh, the Travis Scott big that thing. Would, that would that be was one cool. of my questions. Were they just playing Travis Scott to an avatar that they've made? Uh, how believe... do we know Travis Scott was there? I don't know. I believe that's he probably it. was. I believe he probably wasn't. For me, that is the ultimate bag. 
he just sold his likeness for one concert and cashed out 13.7 million viewers. Yeah. Bags. Like, <laughs> I think there'd be something even cooler about like you put him in a motion capture suit and you put him on a green screen or whatever. That is phenomenal. And then he'd be like giving it a bit of a dance and jumping around and it's so cool. Like, I think that, I think Fortnite that. Fortnite is not my bag. I just, I have played it, I've enjoyed it, but it's it very quickly. Like, I played it a bit like I played Minecraft back in the day. Like I was on Minecraft when it was really early. I played it, I kind of enjoyed it for a while, and then it quickly skyrocketed and almost like outgrew me. And I was like, oh, this is this is becoming a thing and I don't wanna- I love oh. the hand slapping and it was like, I was on there early and then it outgrew me. <laughs> that energy for Minecraft, you know? And it, um, but well, I think- kids are out here programming the world now. I think that this is incredible. From watching it and to see what they did, I think that's, genius i think it's lit the only thing is the only people that will have profited from that is no travis, travis scott and but, fortnite but, so yeah so the way i i i imagine it worked was fortnite need fortnite needs to stay relevant it needs to keep being a big deal Mm-hmm. Um, which again they do by refreshing the game and changing things around. Like I know for a fact it's been that long since I've played it. That if I went on the game now, it would be like the first time I ever played it because I'd be like, okay, this is different. I don't know how this works. What does this button do? All that kind of stuff. Um, given it's free-to-play nature, I very much doubt that anyone had to pay to be there. No, but do you know how I'm gonna I'm gonna explain how they definitely would have made the bag. And I, this is me without even having to play it. Going from your explanation, if I there's, Fortnite will have made anything off this. I think this will have cost Fortnite money, but no, for the, the audience that it's gotten them, and we're talking about it, and the major news outlets are talking about it, it's advertising that you can't pay for. I'm, no, assume, no. I'm assuming though that if you're saying that people, if if you're saying that people want to customize their avatar that they have on there, who's who's going to go not go to the Travis Scott concert and not get a Travis Scott T-shirt? Yeah, yeah. They're gonna. They'll have. They'll have been selling merch on there and shit yeah, like that. Thing that they do anyway. Like that's how the game makes its money. Exactly. So if them doing the Travis Scott running around playing Fortnite last week, that was something that you could pay for and you had. You were yeah. no better. Like it wasn't like Travis Scott gave you advantages in any way. And it was the same thing. But that's what I'm saying. So they'll have. They'll have profited from it. Well, not oh, necessarily yeah. profited in terms they'll of made, they'll have made money. they'll have made money off being able to sell extra add-ons towards what the concert yes. was. They will have offset the um, the cost of paying Travis Scott to put it on, and obviously the development cost to to technically make it happen. But really, it's a marketing thing, and I'll say it again: this is next level genius. I've, I've got it. I've got two questions. Genius. I've got two questions. One, is this bad for gigging culture? And two, is this bad for hip hop culture? One, is it bad for gigging culture? Because if this is now like an experience that loads of people can do more and a lot of people are more receptive to being like, okay, cool, we're just gonna get a projector and we can watch like a concert in our house. We can get a couple of our friends around, have some beers and some food or whatever. We've been seeing tons of that during quarantine, what was it called? Let me find it. The thing that Lady Gaga put on. But is that, that's what I'm saying. Is stuff like that 
going to be bad for gigging culture in general when we come out of this? I don't think so, because you can't charge someone, really. You can't charge someone Of course constantly. they can. They've WWE have been charging for many of years to, <laughs> to, to, to stream your, to stream, for to watch it yeah. for pay-per-view. Uh, it could find... literally be pay-per-view concerts. My second, my second one is this bad for hip-hop culture in a sense yes. that for me i my first introduction to fortnite was oh there's this video game that's stealing everyone's dances and not paying them out for it uh, so, yeah, there is. so now that they're being like oh we're partnering with travis scott arguably it's one of the biggest uh, arguably one of the biggest hip-hop stars at the moment oh yeah that's that another thing that you can vic if you didn't know that you can pay for in fortnite is it's called an emote so like you you get a kill you press a button guy does a little dance but you can pay for those dances so if there's like a little a dance that's popping i'm sure there'll be a tootsie I've, swap on yeah so yeah they, so they steal all of these from artists they see they them on creators yeah they get sued by they've, uh, they've, they've, they've not been sued there's not been any cases that have j block been... uh j uh block by jb they, yeah they, he didn't win yeah because apparently you cannot copy you can't copyright a dance you can't copyright a dance which is oh it angers me so much let's so, have a chat slide so like this is where my question is like, someone is, owns some happy birthday so flip that and it is the, is this kind of like one necessary is, is this is this is this like <laughs> bear with me with this analogy as well because i can see i can see vic about to, about to get very angry no 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 i've got a phrase too is travis scott kind of wait no is this like the kaepernick situation um it's definitely a big step in the gentrification of hip-hop where yeah no, this is no, no, no. I don't think this is a step in the gentrification of hip hop. It's more. This is a symptom of the gentrification of hip hop, and that's not necessarily a great one. Yeah, that's, that's all, awesome. we talk all the time about how hip hop has gone from this niche underground thing that was popping, but it was popping in certain circles, and now hip hop is popular music. Like that's just a fact, and this yeah. is the biggest and loudest and clearest message that we can we we've had so far that hip-hop is also something that is for, literally for kids kids yeah, play but this game. that's that, that that's not the point i was making though the point i was making is should artists be partnering with fortnite when Fortnite has stole a lot from hip hop culture and, oh. and and profited. Think if you're saying that you kill someone on there, then you do like you pay to have like the dance move or whatever. They're stealing these from artists in the hip hop culture. Begrudge, don't begrudge Travis Scott for it. His wife's a billionaire, he's gotta do something to keep up. Wow. I mean um, that's that's fact, but at the same time it's like you can <laughs> you, so you can also argument that of being like, well, should he take the bag because they're, they're not they're not giving anything back to hip hop culture. They just yeah, take so it. They just take if it anything, from it we and take profit it in. I just hope it's done right and it's not going to be like area of like this is where there is a separation between like mu the, the music side of music and the creative side of music and like the business side of music. Great. This is a business move where someone's just gone. This will be huge. 
they don't those those types and they have their place they are needed they're they're not doing things for the culture they're purely doing things for the bag and for the long term and as investments well i say going back to the kaepernick analogy that i was using i say this because we saw jay-z getting absolutely trashed online for partnering with the nfl how is this no different i mean obviously the way obviously it is different because we were talking of like racism and freedom of speech but well it's the stealing of creative it's creative they were taking liberties fortnight when they did all of that in the past so i just hope that the the frustrating thing with hip-hop culture is it always has hip-hop culture is the one that always has to forgive like our culture is the one that always has people don't necessarily apologize but we always have to forgive um for the betterment of the culture and for like the prolonging of it. So for me, I, as long as Travis Scott did the bag right and he didn't do a stupidity and like sell his likeness off uh, and now Fortnite own digital likeness of Travis Scott, because that's, there would be a time where someone would do something so stupid in hip hop. Well, not um, so stupid, but so uneducated. To, to be honest, I'm pretty sure that they probably would have tried to put that in the claw, in, in the that's what I mean. condition somewhere. I like to think Travis Scott is smart enough to have played this in his favor. That like, cool, I'm not doing no motion capture. I'm not doing shit. Y'all go on my Instagram, take a couple pictures, make a likeness for this two hours that you have. After I that, I still own everything. You license it, I get a bag. I, I make don't think, I don't 50% of all of my merch. I don't think there's anything wrong with him actually doing the likeness. No, I don't think I've got no issue with it. I just don't want it to have I mean, if his detriment, if he's gone and he's done the license, the the likeness where it's like they've put him on the hooked him up, done him on a green screen or whatever. But then he was like, for every single person that buys this, I have to get paid. Then yeah, I don't. That's what I mean. I don't have an issue with that. As long as you like, got the two C's right, for I just him, don't I, want it to be. Yeah. But then are they get the, the issue I have is what happens to all the people before that got Fortnite so popular with all these dances. That's the that have, ne- that have never been guess, paid, that are nah, never going to be paid from it. Like, Fortnite hasn't become popular off the back of people, off the back of stealing people's dances. Like, Fortnite was a popular game, and then once it became popular... It's made started, a lot of money off of, off of stealing yeah. people's dances, though. It has done, but that's not what's made it popular. Oh, maybe not, it's that's not, not made think, it popular, but that's... It's not made that's, it popular, but made it help income. Yeah. Yeah. It's the fact that it's it's generated an income for them. Like the direct taking of some guy from TikTok's dance who doesn't get paid off TikTok, purely did it for the creative art, or quite a lot of the time it was literally just a funny reaction from a video mm. on some of them. Like someone was just doing something funny in a video that was on Worldstar. And because the culture got it to the point where it was on a global radar. Fortnite then ate from that that was yeah. once free. I just That's think the that has, that, yeah. I just think there has to be questions asked on now moving forward. Now that oh, they definitely will be. Now that they've like, acknowledged that now we know you can cut a check. Yeah, that hip hop that, that you <laughs> that you want to use hip hop to benefit um, profitably from. Is then are they gonna go back to after this being like? Oh, okay, yeah, like Shiggy's put a new dance up. Let's let's just take that and put it into the game. Positively, there may be a sense of legitimacy that comes out of it. So instead of stealing and it being sort of like when you when you have something that's an imitation that's so close but you can't call it the real thing. Like if they that's did still stealing. 
No, but what I mean is, hang on, I, I, was, I was getting there. If they put a dance in now that looked exactly like the, the Toosie Slide, they wouldn't be able to call it the Toosie Slide, but they'd come up with some other funny name for it that was close to Toosie Slide. So that yeah, everyone, but that, that's still stealing. Yeah, no, no, it is. What I'm saying is, hopefully this will add a sense of legitimacy to TikTok, not to TikTok, sorry, to Fortnite from the hip hop side, so that someone like Drake, who we know is a master marketer, might turn around and go, why let them steal it? Why not just yeah, go, but it's why not just go to them and go, you wanna you wanna put this in the game? Call it the Tootsie Slide? Yeah, go for it. Let's make a deal. Yeah, but Maybe the thing is it's not it's, it's like, not artists of that caliber that they're stealing from. They're, yeah, they're, that's not, what, they're that's, not stealing from Drake, they're stealing from Blockbuster. They'll steal from Tootsies. Yeah, yeah. Like how well, I'm like, saying hopefully that it will it will add a sense of legitimacy to it that like it will yeah. I, I just can't see it happening because I I can't see it happening because that means for for you to know that your dance is going to be real name on there like the actual thing on there like they can charge more for it yeah but how do you, how are you going to know that this is a legitimate like how do you how are you going to know that this is worth going in to into Fortnite they would need to build like a whole team around of just dealing with inquiries on this just think every like imagine now every song that's coming out on TikTok, people are like, yo, we need a hot dance for the for the TikTok. So then what are you gonna submit that dance into Fortnite before? No, Fortnite would approach you and be like, we wanna make a thing out of this. Anyway, yeah. I feel like we've dwelled on Fortnite too much. Yeah. They've, <laughs> they've made billions. And yeah. speaking of billions. Oh, I see what you did there. Hey. Mm. It's not it wasn't slopo level, but we got there. Easy, 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 easy. How you doing, huh? <laughs> the man that was um, in debt uh, last year is now billionaire this year. Can I just say how stunning were the other articles that followed it when Forbes was like, Kanye West has hit 1.1 billion, and Kanye, the articles come back with a quick, Kanye, Kanye corrected Forbes by reminding them it's 3.3 billion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye take no slack. And it, I'm, 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 I'm right in saying that that makes him now the richest person in hip, in, in hip hop. Yeah, he's overtaking Jay-Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More That's than Jay-Z, more than Diddy, more than Dre. Do you know what this is? Do you know what this has taught me? If I have five pounds in my account, still ask everyone for a pound. Because you never know when you're going to need it. Preach. <laughs> he told us all, Preach. he told us all like, yo, I'm in debt, I need peas. Facebook, can you help me? Yo, slap Facebook, <laughs> help me, Kanye West ideas. Yeah, like. I haven't got, you know what, realistic, I've not got much to say about this, um, this story. Like, I'm not surprised by it. It's a classic symptom, for me, my only addition is, it's a classic symptom of hip-hop. Grow from hip-hop, make your billies outside of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, no, one, no one's a billionaire from making music. No. And, and do you know what? I back it because so far, who do we have? The three people up there, because Diddy hasn't hit a billion yet, has he? Mm, I don't think so. So it's Dre, Jay, and... Yay. Now, yay. 
Um, the fact that those three are still so... Mm, there's going to be an asterisk on this, someone will argue. The fact that those three are still so impactful in hip-hop, for me, it's just an ode that hip-hop can't die now. Like, hip-hop will never die. Hip-hop can't yeah. die now. Like, those three are still such a staple, and it was a troll when the world was like, how jokes is it that bare Japanese culture kids are dressing like b-boys from the 90s and then everyone started wearing mad geometric cuts and throwing yeezys on and the fact that that's been a thing and i know many sneaker and hype beasts that were introduced to the culture from kanye yeah yeah that were, barely know the words to touch the sky yeah there's gonna <laughs> i would i would say that's probably a massive Generate the newer generation, especially anyway, of seeing people on like high snobiety, high beast, etc. Yeah, when I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a sneaker guy, and I have one pair of Yeezys that I barely wear. People will like judge. Mm. So I definitely understand like the scope of it has been like a big eye opener. Like, you know, like outside of hip hop, there's big money to be made by these people. What percentage of of Yeezy like does he own? Oh, he came out with this when he was talking about why he went to Adidas instead of yeah. staying with Nike, when he talked about the numbers that Nike would do it. Also, just on that topic, how do, as, as I'm assuming that everybody's seen that Nike are gonna be um, doing a retro version of the Red That's Octobers. Not true. not true, not true. No, yeah, there's... What happened was, and did you like I was sat up to correct you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The energy, <laughs> the energy got brought. Because I got gassed and then I actually like, number one, even if it was true, there's no way Nike would do that. No. Um, there's also no way that Adidas would let Nike do that. They own the, the trademark for Yeezy. Um, but it was all, it was just Kanye said, like Kanye does, oh yeah, if Nike wanted to do that, that'd be cool. That's why. No, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I saw something like two days ago saying that it was got, it's gone past that point of of just like Kanye being like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm I wouldn't be mad if they did it. I'm sure they own the design, but there'd be so many. I can't see them doing that, man. And I'm I don't know. I saw because I saw I on um with that either. I saw on one of our favorite sneaker shows as well that um they were saying the only way it would make sense to them is if Virgil did like an off-white reboot of it. Oh, an off-white Yeezy 2? Mm. That's a shoe I couldn't get in the first place. So I'm definitely <laughs> How are you not gonna, ever gonna, gonna get it now? Get now. <laughs> Bro, I might as well just save the pictures from High Society and just just sit on that. <laughs> yeah, so, like they've said that that's the only way that they can see it working. I very much doubt yeah. it. It is one that I like, it's definitely a stretch, but. Um, again, in an era where I've probably said many times now that I thought Yeezy season was going to be over and we're going to see a change, and it just hasn't. Um, what do we think of the, We were talking about Birkenstocks and stuff earlier. What do we think about the new Yeezy slides? They've got Yeezy slides. No, the newer ones. Um, the ones that look the like they're made out of clocks. Yeah, the ones that look like they're one form like, of... I think they're made out of like croc material, like similar... Yeah, like hard rubber. Uh, uh, very basic. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't pay. I, I wouldn't pay the hundred and thirty pounds for them if they were. Yeah, like, I ain't throwing them with a fit. That's not how much they were, was it? I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, yeah they, they were. They were one thirty for the slides. One. I saw them reselling for less than that. I'm pretty sure I saw them for one thirty. Who told? 
Um, but yeah, I mean, if there was if there was about 40, 50, I'd probably buy them. Yeah, the reselling for like 80, so. As long as they were comfy. They were $55. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, but yeah, like. I don't know I'm where not a I fan saw. of them. Maybe I saw them on like Farfetch or somewhere that always tries to. <laughs> <laughs> Farfetch! Fucking Farfetch! I heard someone ex- describe Farfetch as the. They're the ones that you've got. Yeah, I'm not on about those ones though. I'm on about the. How much does it work? How much? Ooh. That number starts with a four. <laughs> well, that's a shame mine are beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> EU44, which is my size. If I wanted a pair of those black, easy neoprene slippers, £1,000. Ain't nobody paying that. They're not worth that. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Yo, know, I heard someone describe Farfetch as the dark web for sneaker hunters. And that <laughs> killed me. <laughs> Yo, you have to do some onion shit and go on Farfetch and hurt your bank account, try and buy some shit in European sizes you ain't even aware of. I used to be a fan of that website until I realised the fuckery. Anyway. Alright. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, done, I'm done with Kanye because... It was more yeah. just a, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Our man's out here being a billionaire Props. and therefore it, I back him. The mm-hmm. chance of saying 12 notes is that he is a god. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, no, I'm mm. stand by yourself on that one. Kanye I've got one heavenly father. Yeah. A billion dollars in same 12 notes ideas. Um, mm. Quickly, before we go back into um, rap battles, <laughs> um, I just want to do, I wanna, I'm going to introduce a new segment into the show. Uh, I'm t- ready for the energy. Today in history. Okay. Because I feel like everyone kind of likes to reminisce. You every, do? Every day story about Thursday. Shouts to, <laughs> shouts to the Instagram bloggers. Um, so, <laughs> I felt like fucking Dave Chappelle there, you know, where he gives you the punchline at the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so on this day in the 27th of April, the date that we're recording, uh, we had Murder Music by Mob Deep come out. Strong. We had uh, Nature's Fury by Naughty by Nature. What year? That was 1999. Okay. Uh, yeah, both of those were from 1999. Okay. Um, we have Outcast, the Southern playlist one that I can never say. Um, that came out to oh, the 26th of April, 1994. 94? God damn it. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm, I'm in the middle of my basic B um, 30 day song challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and this, today's 30 day song challenge was um, a song from the year that you were born and I was hoping to get a really good hip hop track in there from 96 um, there was some amazing ones but I think yeah they are people would have recognised that I was just trying to go for 96 till infinity something weird um, I went with California Love by Tupac oh. okay that's, that's fair Oh, wait. I definitely saw you posted the version from GTA soundtrack and not the... Well, it was just the first one that came off. I'm just clicking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Give the right people their streams, AJ. You know the vibes. Um, anyway, going back to... Because we got any news from this day in hip-hop? News. Wow, dark. You're asking for a lot. 
I hope the answer to that question um, is nobody. Yeah, these are pr- these are facts that I brought up before the thing. I'd have to do my researches. Nah, sorry. Throw a curveball in there. Oh, here you go. Um, it's this week in hip-hop. Beastie Boys released their third album, Check Your Head, which leads nicely onto mm-hmm. the documentary. All right, we won't dwell too long on this because I really want to do a bonus episode where we review this. Okay, um, briefly tell me what this documentary is because I'm going to be honest. Beastie Boys, I appreciate. I never got out of my way to listen to Beastie Boys. Yeah, and it's not that... It, is, it so, good, is this going to be like something that I'm dying to see, like the, the, last, the last dance? Not necessarily, but we'll see what happens. So it's a documentary on Apple TV Plus, uh, which for those of you who aren't aware, you can watch for free. Seven day trial, go ahead and do that. If you've recently bought a new iOS device or a new Mac or, or anything like that, you, you get a year for free. Go and plug your shit. It? <laughs> I want to see the checks coming in from this. Is this a personal check? If you, if you sneeze near an Apple store at the minute, you get Apple TV Plus for free. Like. <laughs> They're just everywhere, just all over the place. It's like Apple TV Plus, just take it. Um, there's some good content on there. Anyway, uh, so this is a, a two hour, two and a half hour documentary. Um, and I haven't watched it yet, but the format of it seems to be the, the two surviving members um, stood on stage talking to an auditorium full of people. They're giving a TED talk. Basically giving a TED talk, but then obviously <laughs> intercut with clips and very nicely done. It's directed by Spike Jones. Yeah, I saw okay. that. Okay, that's what, that's what caught my interest. Yeah, directed by Spike Jones, which is huge. Um, it looks great. Like it, it looks like it'll be a fun watch. It looks a bit like one, like the kind of documentary that at least for me as a bit of a film nerd as well. I'll enjoy watching, even if I'm not super interested in the topic. I feel like I feel like I'm conflicted. I'm enjoying the last dance, even as a not a big NBA fan. Yeah, but that shot incredibly well. Just because it's a beautifully made film, and I and I expect nothing less from Spike Jones. So what's going to happen? We're all going to go away and watch it. Mm-hmm. We will do a bonus episode where we we talk about it because we don't see a lot of these hip hop documentaries very often. Yeah, yeah, it's few far between. For mm. like the well produced artistic Yeah. I want more hip hop movies. Ooh. More okay, movies. quick question. Hypothetical. Hip hop movie coming out summer twenty twenty. Who is the movie about? Oh we've had a two pack movie. Yep. We've had an NWA movie. Mm-hmm. We've had Notorious. We've had an Eminem movie, kind of. Mm-hmm. I think I want to have someone that's not had as much of a hardship struggle. Ah, oh, I would watch a Matt Miller one. Ooh. Ooh. So from the clips that I've seen, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm doing this just to make you laugh. From the clips that I've seen of Dave, I want a little Dicky movie. Do you know what? When I saw Dave's come to BBC Two, I was flabbergasted. Yeah, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to actually digest it properly. Like, I've not seen 
any full episodes, which I thought I would, but it's one of those where, I, like at this point in my life, I'm I'm too lazy to go out of my way to find something on the internet. I'm not yeah, here for know. I'm not here for Lil Dicky at all. Like, like I want a comedy. All these hip hop movies are super serious, and as they should be for these stories. That's why. Movies. That's why I was saying something light-hearted, like a um, the early life of. Matt Miller and Wiz when they were just getting super baked like a stoner kind of film based on them. Bill and Ted vibe. Yeah. <clears throat> that'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, who else have we got? We've got we make a good movie. Diddy. The Diddy yeah. movie. Interesting. The Diddy movie would be lit. That would be a good movie. Do you think that do you think Jay-Z would be a Tough movie. That'll yeah. be a yeah. hard movie. Yo, so you know the you stabbed Earn over some records. That'll be a mad scene. But I feel like though, <laughs> mm, yeah. Whilst we're talking about rappers and media and stuff like that, has everyone heard of Quibi? He, 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 I want to go. No. Yeah, you sport my segue. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna quickly get this out. Uh, so Quibi is. Does anyone know who Jeffrey Katzenberg is? No. No, he's saying mad names. Right, Jeffrey Katzenberg used to be the head of animation at Disney. He then fell out with uh, Michael Eisner, went and made... I would know that. No. Went and made DreamWorks, made Shrek, which is just a big middle finger to Disney. Um, Quibi is their new video streaming platform. And the whole niche of it is it's mobile only, so you can only get it on your phone. Um, and it does this weird thing where you can be watching a video in portrait because it's all portrait mode content. But then if you switch to landscape, the video switches to landscape and you can suddenly see some more content. Like, it's kind of weird. Um, and it's all original content with some like big celebrity names in there. One of which is the return of Punked, like Ashton Kutcher Punked. Um, what? Hosted by Chance Rapper. I was wondering whether I heard that was happening, and I was like, I have no idea where this is. I'm not going to search on, for it. It's on Quibi, so they're like little seven-minute episodes. Is that um, an app? Yeah, and you get three months for free, so go ahead and download it, and then don't ever pay for it. You're uh, you're literally plugging everyone this episode. The content isn't that great. I'm not backing Quibi that much, but the point of it, like the the thing they're trying to sell you on, is this idea of like how are you spelling it? Where this app is perfect like i need to go drop a drop a two i've got like 10 minutes i'll watch something on quibi oh don't take your phone into the bathroom so i here you go so they watch this oh okay that's pretty cool though they've shot it uh how do you spell it what's it called quibi that's uh, <laughs> how, are you, how are you spelling quibi Q-U-I-B-I. Q-U... There's some cool content on there. Like, the only reason I'm mentioning it is because Chance is hosting Punked, but there's like... Is that out now, or is it coming out? No, it's out. I'm gonna install it there. Uh, Some stuff with like Joe Jonas on there. I'm just trying to see what other names. There's big names attached to it though. Like, Spielberg's on there, making stuff. There's a Steve, like they're trying to leverage the technology. So like the Steven Spielberg thing that's coming out with it, um, it's a horror show thing. Yeah, I'm not there for that. But you can only watch it after midnight. One episode comes out every day, and well, you can only watch one episode a day, and you can only watch it after midnight in your location. So whatever time midnight, it'll only let you watch it 
after midnight and you can only watch one episode a day. Yeah, no, I'm not there for it. It's quite, it's mixing it up a little bit. <laughs> I'm not there for it's that. It's a whole weird thing. If you're in the sort of like media and the streaming circles and things like that, like you've heard a lot about it. But Chance the Rapper made a thing. Anyway. Anyway, after you um, so eloquently ruined my segue, uh, Diddy, Diddy versus Dre. On Fat GA, he announced this on Fat Joe. So he did it. So Diddy was on Instagram Live with Fat Joe um, and said that Diddy versus Dre um, battle, Instagram Live battle, is uh, is in the works. He said we're gathering, we're getting together the money. I think this is mad because how can like when I think of Diddy, I don't think of producer. No. But let's look at Diddy's I producer barely, credits I real quick. Hip hop when I think of Diddy anymore. I mean. No, I do. I do still think of hip hop. I just don't think he's not like, like for me, he's not a name that I would say. If somebody said, "Yo, who do you think can go up against um, against Dre in a producers battle?" There's no way that Diddy would be the first person I think of. No, totally not. Ah, uh, I who I'm trying to think. Who or where we would put Diddy then in that? Wait, I'm not even seeing. He's got no credits. Oh no, there he is. I lie. Sorry. Because uh, I'm trying to find. Yeah. LeBron's got a whole thing on there. Wait, what? Am I gonna have to search for him as Puff Daddy? Search <laughs> for. Is this Judas-y, how? I, is this how I need songs. to search for him? Mary J. Blige songs from 1992. What's the full one? One. He's all over that. Notorious. Ready to die. He's over there as producer. Faith Evans is over there as producer. Okay. Do you know what? Yeah. Boys to Men. He's over there as producer. Biggie. Life after death. Obviously, he's there. The Locks. There's some fucking bangers. That's what I mean. So like, he's he's it's a grey area of exactly what. Producer means with Diddy, but he's credited yeah, as a producer so, on lots of stuff. Most of J Lo's early music. He's got, he's got like um, some stuff with Jay Z. Yeah. SWV, Usher, LL Cool J. He's a producer for Phenomenon. I don't believe that for one minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you know what? Yeah. Going when you look at the um, the discography that he's credited on, I genuinely think okay, yeah, maybe you can put this as a battle. But that's what I mean. I don't think it's as unreasonable as it sounds at first. Yeah, when you first say it, you, when you first say it, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, cause maybe it's just because I don't think of Diddy as. The person that sat in the studio playing keys and and deciding which 808 is going to sound better and stuff like that. Like, you know, he's credited as one of the producers on Rock Boys by Jay Z. Like, he, <laughs> again, I don't know how. I think he was just in the room at the but he's the, he's there. That counts. Yeah, I think. It, do you know what? It, it's got to be that he was DJ Khaled before DJ Khaled. He was like, yo, you should put this yeah. person on this song. Cause, and that would make sense to me. 
because obviously he was like the label owner, so. Dude, this is mad. Tough one. It's another one where if you were gonna, if you were gonna, when they do the battle, it'll have to be very clear what the criteria is, which if you ask me kind of ruins it. Well, <laughs> I think that they're not going to be clear with it. They're just going to be like, yo, hits for oh, hits, yeah. what have you produced? Just play whatever, whatever's got your name in it somewhere. I mean, to watch those people, like those two live, will be really interesting. Like, I think, I do think that the easy way that if it, for, for Dre, if there's any question of a round, Dre's just going to be like, what, what did you do on that track? And then that, that, yeah. that completely defeats the yeah. point, but... I don't know, it'll be interesting to watch. I'm, I'm kind of, now that I'm looking at the track lists of everything he's credited on, I'm kind of warm into the idea. But I, I do think, think it, yeah. that, I do think that there could have been like, there could have been somebody better to go against Dre. Like even Scott Storch or something like that. Ooh, Scott Storch is a bad Like Scott Storch or, yeah. just, or just Blaze. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to beat, like, I wouldn't necessarily say at the top of the bat that just Blaze yeah. wouldn't, but Scott, Scott Storch, Dre would have been a better one. Scott Storch, Dre is a phenomenal battle. Because, like, instantly as well, they're the people that I can, like, I'm going to hear, I'm, I'm going to visualise them making the beat, what mood they was in, whereas Diddy just seems like he was... Yeah, he was just dancing in the back. It's like, oh, Hit the shit. Yo, you should put Faith Evans on this. <laughs> and then it's like, you get you get producer credit. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't seem as authentic to me. Yeah, I see that. I mean, if, it, if anyone knows that Diddy was doing all of this in the studio, feel free to correct and like send me some info because I'd love to see that. But just as far as my knowledge is, I don't ever remember seeing Diddy sat at the keyboard or pushing an MPC or anything like that. That's fair. I'll be interested to see it when it happens, um, which it sounds like it's good, which is big. Yeah, I think that's a nice note to end it on. We'll have to we'll have to review it and see what happens, or maybe we'll do our own Instagram battle. Ooh, I, yeah. uh, well, the battles will be back. Yeah. You've got any ideas for battles that you want to see? Throw one of us a message or message. And please, can they like? Be fair. I don't know to everyone. Yeah, make it make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Brown versus T Pain didn't make sense, but this that makes that perfect sense. Can I just say? And no, that makes perfect sense. You know why I back it so much? Not just because I won. Because the week <laughs> after we did that battle, Chris Brown T Pain dropped a new song. To yeah, me. I know. I saw that. <laughs> Literally together. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah. Bangs. Um, we'll think so. Any other news worth sharing? Mm. I've just got to quick scroll through now to see if there's anything that we missed. No, I think we're good. We're, oh yeah, Post Malone raised four million for COVID-19 relief. Round of applause. Uh, Eminem's offering some form of other stimulus payment to DJs in Detroit, which is quite cool. Okay, hey, that's big. Another round of applause. Detroit music um, 6 9 6 back trolling another round of applause <laughs> any any Michigan DJ can enter to win a chance at airplay on Shade 4-5 and the first 500 entrants receive a $313 stimulus payment 
nice. Strong. Uh, yeah, I think we should just wrap it up there. We've been. Yeah. It's been enough news. There's a new, do. a new Juice World track that I haven't listened to. We'll talk not about listened that. To it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything that's jumping out to me. I was well, so far back. I know we've been quiet for a little while, but. Nah, I think. Well, yeah, I'm good. Sometimes, people, no news is good news. Marinate on that. Oof. Oof. My That's jack like free chicken, Bobby my jack chicken's already marinated, so I'm gonna go and cook <laughs> that, put it in the oven. Uh, but you can all go and like, share, and subscribe to all of the streams, and uh, share it, share it with your friends. Make sure you leave, make sure you leave a review on any streaming service that you listen to this on Spotify, Apple. Give us five stars. Go on, go drop microphones in the comments, and then people will understand why we don't see it. Go drop prayer hands. People will understand why. Uh, we have an in thing now, and you're all part of it. Thank you. <laughs> all right.